is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Live. All right, welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report Friday edition. Here again, John Easy Cheese, Ennis, Andrew One Tool, Multiple Tools, Ike, and uh, seems like the hot topic in baseball right now, free agency. Yep, it's fun. It's kind of fun. This is where uh, this is where like the hope springs eternal kind of thing starts for everybody. Everybody can win it all right now. So everybody's excited. And then, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, like the crappy teams that don't get the players will be like, oh, we suck again. And the yeah. good teams will be, you know, they'll have high expectations like usual. The list, the list is extensive. So basically you have, you, you know, you play for six years, you become eligible for free agency or if you are released within the six-year period, yeah, non-tendered, non-tendered, then you can uh, then you can become a free agent and uh, sign with anybody. Now, the um, the six-year free agent guys, like Rizzo and like Judge, yeah, the unrestricted, they get um, the club will get a compensation pick. They'll get a, they'll get a draft pick somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, for for, for whatever level. Right. They're certain they're, they're considered a certain level, and then um, certain guys will go out there. They they have to tender them a, a so they tender them the one year contract, and then that's what secures the actual. Um, that's what secures it. So you know, Rizzo got a qualifying offer. Right, Judge, they'll get a qualifying offer. Right. There's right. no they they don't have to sign it, but that that will get the pick back for the team that had them under control to finish off that contract. Where's the Judge going? Everybody's saying San Francisco. I'm thinking he's going home. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that he's going to go home. He, he's going to me. He's going to get sixty million, just depending on how many years. You know, I, I think it's five. I don't. I, if I was a GM, if we were playing GM, I would. I wouldn't sign him more than five years. No, I mean he's already thirty. <clears throat> yeah, he's older than people think. Thirty one yeah, or yeah, so. Older I mean, than people think. I mean, go with a five, you know a five year deal. For, you know, two hundred two hundred fifty million dollars. I mean, that's. that's I saw pretty, a few reports of. Um, them saying that he'll get a, a long deal like Pujols got. I uh, see that doesn't make any sense to me yeah. to do that. I mean, <laughs> those were kind of a little bit of a hangover to me from the steroid era where players were playing longer than mm. was kind of natural. And so guys were playing into 38, 39, 40 at, at high levels. You're not seeing guys extend past 30, you know, 34, 35 with a few exceptions. You know, you got some, some, some pitchers out there that may have a little more durability or, or length, I mm -hmm. guess, yeah. but you know, like moving over to DeGrom from, from judge i mean you're getting a guy that's 34 you know he seems young he, he doesn't have a ton of miles on him but he's been in the shop every year yeah. you know he's uh it's been you know four or five years where he spent some some considerable time on the on the dl so it's it's yeah i mean i a, a big market team that has a bunch of money is the one who can go grab that guy for the terms that they want but the the, the mid-market and small market team you can't go you can't no, go you gamble can't play in that arena you, you gotta go you gotta go you got to hope that your scouting department does a good enough job with what's, uh, you know, the guys that are scouting MLB that are running all over the stadiums following players. So when it comes time, you can uh, get a bargain and hopefully get something out of it. <clears throat> and again, and you don't have to go long-term on those guys either. No. no. I mean, with, with, with something like him, I mean, with uh, something like DeGrom, though, I mean, you're looking for, you, you know, you're probably going to throw him about 100 innings during the regular season mm -hmm. because you really just want to manage him along until – you're you're in the playoffs, so it's playoff playoff contenders only. Even you know, even need to worry about that. So there's a lot of pretenders out there that think they really are playoff contenders. Um, obviously, those guys they they have to be Hope realistic. To the fans. Yeah. Hope to yeah. the fans. Hope to the fans. Sell the tickets, right? Sell the tickets. You got you know, you're looking at Correa, Trey Turner, Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, four short stops. Stop. Yeah, right is there. Turner staying in? Dodger County? No, I don't. I think no. I think he'll roll. I think Correa. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after Correa. The Rick Dodgers Turner wants to go to Philly. Yeah, I mean that's where he would want to go. I mean that seems to be a you know a piece that they're missing. Um, it would yeah. be. Uh, he's a good player. I don't. He's not an elite shortstop to me. He's a you know he's a serviceable shortstop, but offensively offensive, such yeah. a weapon. Yeah, yeah really, just a, you know, what a weapon offensively. He's definitely that. Um, you know, Correa. You know, it's kind of interesting, you know, thinking, yeah, I'm leaving Houston and Houston's going to suffer for it. And then here comes a kid, Jeremy Pena, mm -hmm. and wins NL MVP, right? NLCS. I, did you see? He won the Gold Glove Award. I, yeah. I, I mean, he was like seventh or eighth in the AL in fielding percentage for shortstops. Like, that was kind of. Yeah, sometimes I, I, you I know, mean, I, I, I know they're going to make, you know, the, if you get to more balls, right, you, may, you, you have a chance to make more errors, get more options. But uh, Correa led the, 
Correa led the AL in fielding percentage. That's well, it's all, you know, who votes on that? Yeah. I don't know. Not players. Not players. Not man. players. I mean, it'd be interesting if they would just let that happen. But, you know, they, they have to give the, uh, the reporters some. I mean, I think the reporter has done a good job over the years on, on Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still some bitterness from some sure. of the guys. You can say, I mean, there's certain guys out there, like, you can go, how would you not? You know, Dude, when you see certain guys that are in and certain guys that are out, you're like, yeah. how does that make any yeah. sense that Fred McGriff's not in the Hall of Fame? Um, I don't know. how. Like, how did how does Don Manningly not get in at some mm-hmm. point? You know, yeah, I don't like, know the, the power numbers were there. Well, yeah, but I mean, just but, I mean, but you put Wade Boggs in. Why wouldn't you put Manningly in? Well, I mean, the 3,000 hits was, <clears> used yeah. to be like a real big mark yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, for four or five years i mean he was a the face of baseball right. like the best yeah. player in the game and i mean he, he obviously played longer than that but i mean for such a long period of time to have done that in new york it's shocking that he is not in, in the hall of fame and i mean no offense to harold baines i mean he had a wonderful career but you know would you rather have had down mattingly for those eight or nine years where he was oh, like really? harold, yeah. or, or harold yeah. or harold baines harold baines is not healthy all the time yeah. either. Yeah. no it's no, no question who you take so it's, no. it's just been so one weird. of the greatest hitters in the game but uh, didn't stay healthy. Now, there's an interesting one up there, Justin Verlander. What would you do with that? I think he's willing to go to places on a one-year deal. To one go, years, yeah. One-year deal yeah, for absolutely. teams that are, like, high-end contenders. So, absolutely. like, Astros, you think yeah. – I mean, I, if I, I'm him, I would just stay there. I mean, you're at that age where why go somewhere else? You're also at that age where why not go somewhere else? Exactly. Why not go find a place? Where, I mean, where's <laughs> I go, it from? I can go play a pant load. I can go make. But a I mean, he's he's, he's he, lost he went out to his Dominion. family, right? Old Dominion. Oh wow, yeah. So, so he's a uh, East Coast guy, Virginia guy. He's well well established with his family, right? I mean, go to Philly. No, I mean he's only go to been Philly. In, Philly. He's only go been to Philly, man. In hey, Houston for two years. I mean, it's a big market. It's a big town. There's no talent, but I mean, I mean these guys are ball players. They're gonna go play somewhere. Kenley Jansen, the, the, the Braves yeah. and Dodgers are just going to go back and forth with him. Yeah, I know, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't see what he was, you know, three or four years ago. I mean, I haven't seen him be that, you know, intimidating um, presence, you know, no. and bring him in out of the pan and all of a sudden, you know, okay, this one's over. Uh, yeah. Like a Mariano type of uh, vibe. Yeah, he, to me, I mean, he's just consi- he just keeps <clears throat> saving games. You know, it's not as sexy yeah, as it once true. was. It's right. not as, it's not right. as, but I mean, you put somebody on the mound right there and it's like in the ninth. If it's, it's a clean inning, it. if it's yeah, a clean Forget inning. about it. It's, yep. You know, whatever happens here, he, he's been yep. in this situation a million times. It, 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 you know, he may lose some here and there, but I mean, he's, it's not going to be because he's overmatched by the situation. So you got Clayton Kershaw probably end up back in LA. I would hate to see him put on another uniform. Yeah. He's a dodge. You know, like he's he's so. a Sandy Koufax type of icon out there. And, um, you don't want to see. I think they offered him. Yeah, I, mean, I think they sixteen I, mil or something like that. Yeah, I think whatever. I think last year he got like it was like one year twenty. I think it's going to be something like that again. Yeah. Just he, he'll the Dodgers will give him a deal every year that he wants to keep playing with him. But what yeah. about Rizzo, Shafe? Yankees. Well, I think if if Didn't Judge if, best year. If Judge signs Rizzo will sign back. If you Judge doesn't, so? then Rizzo is gone. Yeah, man, that team could fall apart quick. Oh, it could be ugly. Yeah. It could be very ugly. It could be at the bottom really, wow. really fast. Because I, listen, I, to me, one of the worst signings in, you know, post my time playing, was Stanton to the Yankees. The trade, trading for him. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean that was that was just that was a horrible move. You know, they picked up the big contract, and then, you know, I don't think they ever expected you know what they got out of Judge. You know, I mean, it just it came. Nobody was going to say this guy's going to be a sixty-plus home run guy, and you know. Um, even lead off at times for us, but um, you know that, that that was something interesting. I mean, I watched. You know, I, I enjoyed watching the playoffs more than I enjoy watching yeah. the season. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you're going into a three game series, and okay, if we come out of here two out of three, we're okay. No, every, everything is important. You know, mm-hmm. in, in the World Series, and that's so you watch base running. You watch a different type of base running. Um, you know, executions on on bunts. I don't know that I saw many hit and runs, but. Um, I mean, they really don't have to hit and run that as much with it. I mean, if you could just get guys to shoot balls through the the the, the shifting and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of killed that the need yeah. to do that because you know used to your, your second baseman would cover a right-handed hitter would try to shoot the ball through the hole. Now the third baseman standing behind the second base bag, mm-hmm. you know, if there's so there's nowhere for anybody to run to. The guy just runs straight into the bag, kind of kind of yeah. goofy, goofy stuff. But uh, Dodgers some- another one, <laughs> Jeff, Justin Turner. Good, yeah, I wouldn't be well, surprised if I, like one gonna, of those yeah. one year, you know, like one year six million dollar, you know, or ten, whatever it is. Or he, I, I, I think the Mets are interested in bringing him back as kind of that, you know, guy, you know, off the bench guy, mm-hmm. or you know, starts against left handed pitcher type. I mean, he can hit. Dude can hit. He's like yes. a. I mean, it's a. It's like Hunter Busquet. He's like the major league Hunter Busquet. He's got to get the red hair going. He's got to get the beard going. Look like look like the leprechaun. Um, the Yankees signed back Donaldson. Mm. <clears throat> that was quick. Yeah. 
You know, that was uh, I, I just I didn't I didn't see that coming. I thought he I thought he was done. I mean, I thought mm-hmm. his career was over. How about Jackie Bradley Jr. still hanging around on the free agent list? How him? many lives is this guy can't hit over two hundred? Yeah, it's and he keeps getting jobs. I don't know. I think people like his name. Like, Maybe oh, I know his name. I know that guy's name. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a good, really good, def- <laughs> you know, really good defender. But I mean, it's just, I mean, no, he's a great how, defender. How, how yeah. long can somebody keep bumping around on these lists? That's produce a little. Uh, uh, kind of an interesting one that's not on this, but may, uh, depending on if the Dodgers tender uh, Bellinger. How about twenty-seven True. years old? No, you know, three years off of yep. an MVP award, and he's on the verge of yeah. being non-tender because of how poorly he has produced over the yeah, last. Yeah, he's few had years. a good rookie year. Then he had a terrible sophomore year. Then he had a good third year. That was the MVP year. That was the MVP year. And then it's just been and nothing two dots in a row. It's and funny, it's ugly. man. And that's when, I mean, it's it's funny. So I, I went to, um, uh, it's called PBR. It's not the PBR, Prep Baseball Report. It's Professional Baseball Representatives. And it's, and it's a cool little group. You know, I mean, you pay a membership and it's all scouts, former players, minor league or big league. Uh, Joe West, the singing cowboy, is part of that group. He was there. Interesting, interesting character. But, you know, talking, you know, so we're playing golf. So I'm most of the time I'm with I'm with scouts, you know, Marlon McPhail one day and then uh, Dominic Violin and uh, a couple of the guys from one from the Giants, one from the White Sox. And so, you know, we, we start talking about, you know, what level some are evaluating on the amateur level, some are evaluating on the big league levels. So the guy that on the big league level is like, dude, because what is with this launch angle stuff? I mean, it's, you know, it's just the, the, the scouting community can't grasp it. Right. They can't, you know, they, 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 they can't figure out why somebody would be teaching that. So we're trying to break down the swing and all that, that other stuff. And it's uh, so they feel like they're seeing more swings now coming back to a traditional type of swing than, you know, than the launch angle thing. You mean they don't like the major league average being at 240 versus no, the traditional no, 42, 42 strikeouts and an 18 inning yeah. game. And, you know, I mean, it's it, 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 it takes away. I mean, again, the it's bad baseball, it, it's bad baseball and it's getting boring. You know, it, it, it's getting boring. It's like it's like going to watch somebody bowl, right? And all they do is they're throwing strikes. I mean, that's a great game, but right. I mean, it's just they're just trying to do it. But you know, not picking up spares and things like that. It's a that was a shitty analogy, wasn't it? Ah, that was yeah, awful. That was that. horrible. Sorry, man. I take that no. back. That was that, that was brutal. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's there's just I, I can't watch it during the season. There's just no execution to anything. There's no and execution. No, there's no. There's no. There's there's very few situations where the game say like five to one or something like that, and there's a threat of the other team like banging hits out to like right. get back in the situation it, the game's going to end up being five two because some guy's going to come come up and hit a two out home yeah, run right and, but i mean there's no there's no tough at bats i mean there's very there's not very few of them i mean they're still out there they just don't get as much notoriety but like a guy like lemayhu i mean mm-hmm. you know guys like that that like are just brutal outs you know you talk about these some of these guys that are hitting 25 home runs that 20 years ago should have been hitting 12 right and hitting 30 points higher and you had a chance to come back in that five to one game. You don't have a chance to come back in a five to one game unless the pitcher walks the world. Right. Yeah. No, no two strike approach either. It's it's absolutely dead. You know, nobody grinding and out, trying mm-hmm. to grind out a walk, trying to grind out a hit, or just putting the pressure on the defense. Now, you know, obviously putting the pressure on defense is a lot different than, you know, you're in amateur level like high school or college. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's guys out there that are going to make a lot of mistakes. The yeah. big league level, you know, you put the ball in play on a routine play, it's going to be made. Um, but you're still putting the pressure on him. Something could happen. Or, or I mean, just in that situation, you got a runner on second base and nobody else, or one out even. You know, I know it's not ideal with one out, but you move that runner over to third base because you, you battled instead of striking out. Yeah. It, it's easier to score that run. Right. There's a lot of different ways. I mean, it's you know, it's it's it's, it's not a lost start, but it's it's definitely scarce. Well, a, a good point right there. You got a man on second base, less than two outs. How many guys you see absolutely trying to move the run to third base? Not, not. I mean, you can you know, you still got a chance to drive him in, barrel it up, and go that way. But even you know, you, I mean, you get jammed to move him over. You'd go in the dugout and get a high five. You know, you did mm-hmm. your job with the guy in uh, into a uh, the scoring position. But <coughs> what's the number, Andrew, on um, total free agents? Seven million. <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. So not a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys are on the DL too, and you know. Well, didn't, it's didn't... funny. I mean, a lot of these guys are in their mid thirties. Seeing a lot of these. I mean, 35, well, 36, the average the average rookie is, is about twenty four years old. So it takes. So of control over you. So it's usually about 28, 29, 30, yeah. where you're first seeing these guys hit the market. And that's why, I mean, again, that's why it's so, so crazy with Bellinger. He's 27. I know. Yeah. He's 27. And he's, I mean, he's, he's been at the top of the game and he's almost playing himself out of the game. 
He should do Rick Ankielen, but he should go from the outfield and start start pitching. Let's do it. You know, because I, I can't see I can't see that swing. I mean, they have a book on him now. He they know how to eat too him too much. Up. I mean, he uh, just yeah. flat out moved. There's just yeah. too much movement going on, and you sit there and you're like, well, if I just move pitches around, this guy can't hit this. Yeah, uh, that's nuts. Michael Brantley's 35 years old. Is that right, Andrew? Yeah. I mean, I would assume so. I mean, he played. He's, he, he played. <laughs> no, Granky. Granky's forty. Oh, well, oh, no, he's thirty-nine. Okay, there's okay, a difference. But, you know. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, we should filter that by age. McCutcheon's thirty-six. Look at this. Look at this. Rich Hill, forty-three. <laughs> just throwing up pus and keeps going, man. Oh, it just keeps spinning <laughs> keeps it in going. there. Yeah, he was a World Baseball Classic guy. I would have taken ten and said thank you for my pension. Yeah. I'm gone. Carpenter, 37. He had a pretty good year, though. <laughs> Matt Carpenter, Carpenter is done. I, in my opinion, he's done. I think I would, he. I, th- I think he did better than what was projected. I mean, yeah, he came yeah, from I the mean, minor yeah. leagues. I mean, but I mean, he was. I think he caught lightning in a bottle there. He, well, he's a National League guy. Yeah, that he comes was. into a new league, new arms. Don't really have the book on him. Yeah. And you know, he he has a good he has a good streak. And then, I mean, did he do? He did nothing in the playoffs. No, he was hurt, wasn't he? Else. Didn't he have the like first, the first series? I think he missed yeah. the first series, and then they brought him back. Then they brought him back in. But Syndergaard, man, that was that was. Yeah, uh, he's that only, was he's only thirty. To be a he's only thirty yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, but we're. Yeah, I mean, Ben so, Ben that so yeah. he got up to the big leagues quick. So this is, yeah, you know, he could get another nice two-year contract after this. I, after I bet this. he gets. A, he could get a three Quato. and a two. I mean, yeah. he could still. You know, he yeah. still got some years left. And DH, yeah. DH, DH, that's one of the things that when you were talking about. Um, uh, Stanton, I, that's that's another tough pill to swallow. Is like, I mean, you're paying that much money, and the guy doesn't even play defense. Like, no, you're not even getting that side of the game for this. Uh, yeah. There's some. I mean, really, after you get through about the first ten, I mean, the rest of it really does become somewhat of a crapshoot as far it as what stock. you can expect. It's definitely yeah. the, the, the stock. They're, they're good. They're good big league players, yeah. but you can fill it. You know, nobody's going to step out and be an all star. And yeah, you got those couple you know, top yeah. end premium guys, and then after that, yeah. it's it's it's. I mean, it's got they got to fit. It's got to be somebody who fits. It does. It does. But we got through all the tryout stuff. Yes, it's been. Uh, I mean, I know everybody who does this. Everybody in the industry who does this. I mean, it's, you know, it feels like you know the playing season ends there, kind of mid to late October, and it it seems like everybody's like ready to like let down, like ah, yeah. and it's like right into that like tryout, you know, that tryout regiment and the the process there where you got to evaluate all these different players, you know, ones that you have with you and ones that are outside the organization. I got to deal with it on two different sides this year, obviously inside. You know, making the rosters, and then on the outside, you know, looking for grading right. for a team, and, and you right. know, trying to shuffle through that. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I would think it's, it's probably harder at the younger level to go ahead and find out what's the right path, just because there's you know, so I mean, much. The, well, the other part, I mean, John, you know, I mean, John's had that group. I mean, so you, he, he knows what he's get, given to him, and the kids know what they're getting, and so are the families. Yeah, and you start to peel off, and you start to go elsewhere. Yeah. You know, it's uh, and there's some there's some good salesmen out there, man. I gotta tell you, I mean, it's uh, so you know, there's there's an organization in the city that's uh, it's been established here for years because when we started, what are we, 17 years into what we're doing, 16, 17, 2007, yeah, you know, some somewhere in there, and um, you know, this group was already here, and they were one group, they were one team per age group, but they went out and they got you know, the best players that they could possibly get in Charlotte. Which at the was high school level. At the high school level. And they paid for everything. It was all free, right? So everybody was going to kind of jump over there. And they ran at some, you know, had a couple guys early, get, you know, get through the system and get in, get into the big leagues. And, and built you know, a, just a, a great reputation. They built tremendous as far reputation. As, as the quality that they sent out. Yeah. So, you know, so now, you know, then obviously I think the NCAA kind of, you know, they didn't slap anybody on the hand. They didn't come to them and say anything. But I think it was made clear that, you know, nobody can just – you can't just pay for people to play this game at the amateur level. You know, you have to – you know, they have to establish some type of um, pay-to-play to, mm-hmm. you know, to, so it might have been a minimal amount, a couple hundred dollars or something like that. But the reputation was phenomenal. I mean, it really was. I mean, we lost players to them, you know, you know, for, for a while. And, uh, you know, they went all over the country. They played against some of the better – you know, the better – teams out there in the country and uh so they had respect not always had to like what they were doing or how they went about it you know they were definitely poachers they were definitely after people you know to uh you know come play in their organization and um 
Then they go, now they're transitioning into, so once a wolf, now a sheep, basically, right? I mean, they were, they were it. They would, they could gobble up any player in the city if they wanted. They could go get them, you know, and they, and they did. Now they're falling into the pack of multi-teams, multi-age groups, and they're going to sell the Panther, the, 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 the brand for a period of time, right? They'll sell the brand for a period of time. And then, you know, then it's just going to get into the whitewash. You know, we've talked about this. It's going to get into the, it's going to get into the point where it's just, it's no different than everybody else out there, you know, running multiple teams and trying to go national chasing the money. Yeah. I mean, the, the top team has to continue to produce <clears throat> obviously mm -hmm. because that's where the reputation uh, comes from. Um, but you can, you, there's a finite number of, of players that play at a high level at every age group. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether there's, you know, three teams or four teams or five teams or six teams, you know, whatever the case may be, if you add teams to, to that, you don't make baseball better. Right. You, you dilute the other teams, you know? So at the younger age groups, particularly, I mean, there, there's, uh, you know, the 12U age group, the 11U age group, you know, there's, in the in the greater Charlotte area, so you know, within an hour of Charlotte, there's four to six teams. I would say six teams at the 12 u level that are, you know, could be nationally recognized depending on whoever wants to do it. And then at the 11 u, there's probably three that are you know that mm -hmm. are kind of top end teams. But I mean, you, if you come in, you, there's not going to be four because you put another team in here. You know, there's going to be there's going to be three still because you're not we we're not in you can't invent the players right you know and at the at those age groups I mean it doesn't make any sense for guys to travel in you know it's like it's one thing for the high school teams to have some of those teams that are commuter you know guys guys coming in and out mm -hmm. at the younger age groups I mean it just it doesn't it doesn't no they have it, developed. it shouldn't That's work the same way it's so we're uh, a man and I are out to dinner last night and you know I've never met the couple before it was a kind of a business dinner or whatever um and they have a young son four years old and the words out of his mouth were travel ball you know like i'm you know i'm trying to figure this out or whatever and you know i mean i'm trying yeah. to educate but we have yeah. to do that every single year right you got to keep educating these people like what are you buying into what do you think you're getting mm -hmm. you know and when you get to the bigger brands you know if you I'll, you know you've heard me say this before I mean, if you're not coming off that bus if you're not on the top team first of all everybody's paying for you to be on the top team mm -hmm. okay that's how that's gonna go you're, you're gonna if you're there you dig great good for you man getting off the bus getting all the swag doing all the things going all over the uh, going all over the country to play but you're not paying for it right everybody else is basically funding funding that team so after that point you you know you need to look around and find networking you know you need to find coaching. program coaching coaching you know i mean it's it's it really becomes uh an interesting dynamic but you can't there's, there's just no way to stop this this animal Right. So rec baseball, youth baseball, community baseball, all all basically just dead, you know, just kind of a, a place for families to go and sit down and have a good time. You know, then they pick a little all star team. What does that all star team do? So they jump into travel ball. Right. And then also you lose all those kids, yes. you know, because so what, when you when you first started doing um, when you first started doing CBC. So mm -hmm. this is even before in your how, what what age group were kids playing travel ball at? Um, I, you know, I was kind of oblivious to a lot of it, but I would say probably eight or nine, they started to do little local tournaments, but I, I, I would, I would think more 12 years old after they got through the little league process. Cause little league, you know, I mean, it's 17, little league was, it was, still, know, it was, still it was there. good and it was coming on, right. We get more television coverage. It was pretty cool. You know, MLB network was going in there and, you know, so kids wanted to chase that. So they kind of stayed in their community in their rec, uh, their rec ball, um, and then it's just kind of, uh, you know, it's it's evolved out. So it wasn't. I mean, now you're seeing. I mean, it's it's, it's almost it's a, it's not unheard of, but it's rare that the top kids stay at the rec leagues now at nine years old. No, they don't. Uh, by the time they're nine, they're yeah. gone. It's into travel ball. You're seeing eight, you know, eight U. I you know, I'm seeing a bunch of eight U travel yeah. ball yeah. teams that are popping up. I, you know, there's you know, for organizations and 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 teams and stuff like that. I mean, there's only. There, if you're if you're trying to generate revenue, you can't keep going wide at certain age groups. So you keep pushing back down, yeah, down, down. I mean, sure. I mean, there's going to be, I, there is going to be a travel t-ball team at some point. I don't. If there's not already, if yeah. there's not already, there's going to be a travel, you know, or a tournament type team out there. So one of the one of the issues that are going to come up in that scenario is going to be field availability, mm -hmm. right? Because if all these rec groups start pumping in, they're not letting travel baseball play in their rec communities the Not rec even... league needs to embrace some of that right 
you know, that open they, up the, they open do, up the, yeah. and, and that's a way to keep some of some players in the maybe not in the in the traditional yeah. rec program, but as, as far as being attached yeah. to the program, because again, it could be a revenue generator for the rec league. Yeah. But they can't be just, you know, dig their heels in and not do it. I see South Charlotte's got a partnership going on right now. Mara down in South Charlotte, uh, Matthews Area Rec Association. With, uh, who, they, who's they, the partnership with? They've done, but they, you know, they've, they've done, they've kind of embraced the challenge yeah. and, and, and then associating with a travel, kind of a travel program there where the kids, the, you know, the kids don't play in the rec league, but they're part of the rec league. If that uh, Canes, Canes did that up in uh, West Raleigh. I remember we went up there, yeah. and um, I mean, they great program, West Raleigh. They've always put out good mm-hmm. players, and they've always kept their players inside their uh, the rec organization. And now, you know, Petty and his group have gone in there, and uh, you know, they're know, Canes West Raleigh rec yeah, something or something like that. like that. So you know, it's West Raleigh Canes. Yeah, West Raleigh Canes, something like that. So they, I mean, it's you know, brands are cannibalizing, um, you know, players and the game. I mean, they're trying to you know, again, it's all about who can who can generate the most money out of this thing and it's that's the difficult part you know i mean it's just when it's been, when the game for us that you know i mean we grew up with it we got a lot of good things that came from the game uh when it's when it comes just about dollars you know i mean we run our nonprofit because of that reason right we, mm-hmm. we run we run our nonprofit oh, yeah. because we don't want you know you know it, it, we want to be able to say yes to everybody yeah. who who we deem can you know who, who we think can do it right um there's again, it goes back. There's there's still the same number of players. You know, the number right, of players right, doesn't right, change, right. and then you've got all these different teams out there, and it's like yeah. you don't need all of these different teams out there. And and what they're selling you is absolutely just a sales pitch a lot of times because it's the same thing. It's just cycled under a new thing. Yep. It's the you know they create the fear of missing out or or the buzz and things like that. And parents you know bless their hearts you know they make everything happen but they're the ones who drink the kool-aid on all oh, this yeah. stuff Always they've the got they've yeah. got they feel like they've got to go chase this or chase that or and do yeah. and do these different things and and you know they, they miss out on the, one of the, the best parts about you know kind of the community-based yeah. programs is the community portion of it that part that we loved about Little League, the part that we loved about, you know, when we were seven and eight and nine, and you'd go to Patchog Medford Little That's League or right. whatever it was, and you'd sit there for all Saturday. Yeah. You know, you'd go play wiffle ball. You'd go play, yeah. you know, pickle. You'd go play, you know, smear the... Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah we have bite on our lip a lot today, aren't we? Yeah. You, I mean, you, you, would, you would go do all these things, and, and, and that was because of the community-based program. I mean, you were a couple blocks away from the house or whatever the case, you know, however far it was. So, you have, I mean, you have we choices. we lost all that. We've lost all that, but you also have choices. I mean, you know, we say the community. We always, for me, growing up, I had we had good baseball people. I mean, it was you know, in adults in terms of our, our teaching and all that other stuff, and everybody was a diehard type of uh, baseball fan and a student of the game. So we always had um, good good instruction, right? We're always learning how to play the game, developing play. So what happens now? You when you mass out, like we're massing out, you're also you're also not only spreading the players thin and the competition thin. You're spreading the the whatever good coaches are out there thin, and you're going to get people that just are just going to take it on to take it on, mm-hmm. um, you know, and create a team because they're they're disgruntled about something else that's that's going on. That's killing so, rec leagues. I mean, you're losing those the, the you good lose coaches. All you lose them right all. They travel ball. right, and that and that's again like anything else. You, you're gonna you're gonna start with um, with your base. But so when you start to when you start to um, when you start to move around or start to look to move around, and listen, I mean, it's again. Uh, am I everybody everybody out there has lost players this year nobody out there has not lost players in terms of an organization right people people jump people go are they going for the right are they going for the right reasons so you're just going because you think putting on a uniform with a certain brand is going to get you something more than what you what you think you have well i am <clears throat> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you know or you i mean or you're gonna go out there and look at you know i, I really mean was people kidding. don't I really people, was kidding i know you, <laughs> you know but i mean i don't think people shop this investment i think it's 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 a hey some guy said i got to come here and i got to do this or we got to go here and do that and they don't they don't even know the details of it we just gave you the details on one organization and give you the details on every other organization out there. We've been doing this long enough. When you see volume, it has nothing about development. It's not primary, right? When you see more players, more teams, and you start to branch out across the country or branch out across the city, it is not about 
you know, everybody can make a good living here, right? I mean, there's no doubt you can make a good living in this business um, and enjoy being in it where you want to be. On the other side, there's, you know, it's, it's the wolves out there that want as much money as they possibly can. And they need the identity to me. That's, you know, you know, they, they want to create this, you know, allure of, you know, look who we are, what we are instead of look what we can do. It's just, yeah. it, so, no matter what anybody's doing, it is literally just recycled. It's all recycled. It, yeah. The same thing that's happening now, uh, you know, it, 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 yeah. the same coaches. It's not, you know, these coaches didn't magically appear out of somewhere new. No. It's the same coaches that are going to be coaching these teams, right. whether they're wearing this hat or this hat or this hat sure. or that hat. And every three to five years, you're going to have this, we're going to have the same conversation. Well, I mean, teams, every year, a couple teams are going to fold gonna... and then you're going to have teams branching out. It's just, that's. Unfortunately, that, how it is. So, I mean, it's, it's a good platform for people to go on. What is it? The Charlotte Baseball Travel. What is that? Charlotte, yeah, the Facebook yeah, Charlotte page. Baseball. Charlotte Baseball and Travel. Yeah, yeah it's a I Facebook mean, so, group. You know, I mean, it's a platform for everybody to throw up their tryouts. But, mm-hmm. dude, you get dizzy. You know, it's like uh, it's like when you're sitting down in a slot machine, you know, and you pull the handle and, mm-hmm. and something stops. I mean, you go like, do that, and it's just. But do you get dizzy doing trial. that? I get dizzy just getting up. I'm dizzy. <laughs> yeah. I went to the neurologist yesterday. I got reasons to be dizzy. Um so, but that's, you know, all there's so many different choices, you know, I mean, it's, so now you get into these events and like I said, it's watered down. I mean, it's different. You know, it's a bag, a mixed bag of nuts. You don't know what you're going to get, who you're going to face. And it's like going in, it's like going into Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, obviously they set the brackets. They say, you know, there's certain teams that they want to get to the top. They're not going to go. You know. Yeah, they don't have like three top teams in one in one pool. <laughs> no, it they work that way. They're gonna they're gonna spread it out and then they're gonna be, you know build in. It's almost like um, when you play in a golf tournament, you get your A player, your B player, your D player, and you go all the way down. Somebody's mm-hmm. gonna you know somebody's gonna be at the bottom, somebody's gonna be at the top, and they're hopefully they're picking, you know, uh, you know picking the right top. But you know you can you can go in there and just throttle somebody. You know, or you can go in there and you can run into a loaded D1, you know, D1 power five, team. you know, every, and they're coming in from all over the country and, you know, you're battling. I, in a, in a way, you know, I mean, I guess always being the underdog, I mean, the way that, you know, we came up and doing whatever, it's like, I like that fight. You know, I mean, what are the best phone calls you get, you make to me when you're on the road? Oh. Guess who I just knocked Guess off. Guess who we just got. Guess who we just beat. You know? the, best, I mean, the best one was when we knocked off that team where kids were walking in the dugout during the game because the next day was yeah. the start of, uh, of, um, what do they call it? Pool play? We were done. We were in a yeah, pool. bracket play. Bracket play. Right. The next day was bracket play. During the game, players were like being like dropped off from like Ubers and stuff yeah. and coming in the dugout with like their gear bags and their like their travel case. <laughs> oh, they were going. <laughs> they were leaving, man. Was it, it was the last day. And we went in there and we not, and we, we uh, Robbie Black shut them out. Yeah. And they, I mean, they were sitting there. There was like 20 coaches in there and there was like 35 players in this dugout. And they were going home. They got, they got bumped. I mean, we were going home too, but we, we were going home happy. <laughs> yeah. These guys yeah. just had flown in. I mean, three guys walked in that's during awesome. the game with their carry on and their and their gear bag. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, we've had some we've had some good ones. Like we had we had a little you know a toe to toe in uh, Furman against uh, Scorpions group out of Florida, out of Orlando. Yeah, they thought they were going to dominate the freaking you know you know when Scorpions. We got the cage, one cage. So I made everybody stand inside the cage. You know, like let's go, boys, right in here. We're going to take our turf right there. And the guys like you know. And it ends up being a Long Island dude, by the way. Oh, so, yeah, of course. Of course, right. Uh, but we get there, and, uh, you know, you know, everybody started to come to Furman to watch the Scorpions, watch the Scorpions. And this has happened twice. One time, years and years ago, when we threw Taylor Thurber at them, and they let, the, they let the starting pitcher warm up on the game bump, and they sent Taylor Thurber down behind the pen, right? Uh, you know, and now I'm like, now I'm going to these guys, like, guess what, boys? They think you are you're not worth it you are you're not like you're a joke to these guys i got them all i mean a bunch of you know grinders michael patrick was on that team rembelax kid was on that team um it, it was uh it, it was a lot of fun so i walked past all the scouts right there and i said dudes guess what this is your donkey my little dude out here is gonna go carve these guys up and they were like <laughs> shape yeah whatever tell if they came out like this pants pulled up high and ate them up and we Got Knock it. him out in game one. See you later. <laughs> game one, peace out. But we did that again with Sam Johnson this year. And Sam had the had the game of his, you know, of his as long season. as we've had him. It yeah. was it was tremendous. Um, everything was working, everything was working. And then I told him before we pulled Sam, I said, I'm gonna go get a 14-year-old kid. And it was a two-one ball game. Two-one ball game? Yeah, two-one ball game. I'm gonna go get a 14-year-old kid. 
finish this thing off. <laughs> and we did. Globs. <laughs> we uh, and uh, it took it took, it took care of business. Yeah, uh, those were fun though. We were. Yeah, it's like you know, it's a, it's David and Goliath, man. You go it's up against best. one of those things, and it's like fantastic. You play good baseball. You hang in there against these dudes that are supposed to be going wherever, and you're competing against them, and you got them a little bit, kind of like you know, that's fun. Mm -hmm. Instead of being on the other side, just hey, we're gonna walk off the bus and we're gonna go beat up on it. Hey, and by the way, the, the, some of those teams have walked off the bus and absolutely trounced us too. I mean, it happens. Oh, no <laughs> man, listen, it, it happens. That's like, why those other ones are so are just so great when they do have. It's like, oh yeah, see, it's know, still so baseball. You've been there long enough, you're going to be on both ends of it, right? And yep. so you got to sit there and just kind of like, how quick can this get over? Because there's one, no chance. <laughs> Two, this is how this game goes. You play so many games, you're going to you're gonna get throttled. I mean, we've been beat by, you know, like everybody else, you've been beat by teams that belong on the field with you. Yeah. Like, how are we doing this? Like, how is this happening? Yeah. And then you go you and know. beat somebody you shouldn't beat. Right. And, and you, then know, you, go, then it's, you know, it's the beauty 80, of the game. 80% of the time, the right team wins, but. Listen, you're the best team. You have the best record in baseball in the Dodgers or the Yankees or something like that, and then you can't even can't get and through. the Phillies you sneak can't through. get through, and the yeah. Phillies get the thing, and then Atlanta wins the championship the year before. Yep. You know, it's uh, you go out there and you play the game, and if you know if the timing is right, everything else is right. But um, you get them. So how about the gala? Good time. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot. Raised the record amount too with a silent auction. Yeah, I, I think you raised it via me. Anna's pissed. Oh, really? You well, you gave me all that beer, <laughs> and then I had the app on my phone, and I just, just I just kept kept clicking. Uh, didn't even know what you were uh, doing. So funny. I'm gonna have to take out a loan to pay out the gala this year. <laughs> I gotta give you a raise. That's it. No, but it was, it was good. So I mean, obviously, Dusty. It's pretty. I mean, if you, if somebody can't make it, you know, one, you hope it's not because of something personal, like a, a death or you know, an illness or something like that, but. You know, when you're in the World Series, there's a good reason to, uh, hmm. you know, now, you know. Now elk hunting and World Series. Those are the only hunting. two acceptable elk hunting. See, excuses. Yeah. You going next year, elk hunting? I hope so. Yeah. If I can pay off this gala debt. <laughs> <laughs> Sell some of your guns, you won't go. I, you, I you won't go. But then, you know, Tommy Viola got guardian of the game, and we were yep. so – I mean, and, and, and Anna Kimball got trailblazer, but, you know – People don't realize when they go to a park how many hours. I mean, we we saw it as players. You know, you get there and the same people are there. They're pulling the tarp. They're selling hot dogs. They're selling tickets. They're you know they're running the promotions on the field. It's not a it's not a, a glamorous job a lot of the times. It's it's a lot it's of a, work. There's a lot of grinding to make it look as yeah. nice as it does and, and and you know come off as nice as it does. There's a lot of people. There's there. a lot that goes into it just before they open the gates. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you know here we go game on. Let's. Uh, you know, let's let's take care of this. Uh, let's take care of the fans. Come in here and give a good experience. You know, but I, we know. I mean, I, Tommy's put in sixteen-hour days many, 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 many times. Um, so it's it was it was fun. It was good. His speech was. You know, you know when somebody says, "I would have paid to have a job in baseball. I would have paid them to have a job." You know that you know they love the game. Yep. Mm -hmm. They know they're passionate about it. Um, he was emotional too, man. He was. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good. definitely that. And his mom was uh, his mom was great. They were all they were all pumped up. First time we see Ange out, she doesn't come out much, and yeah. she's got to take care of the critters. She's got her. She's she is she should she needs her own show. That woman, <laughs> man, like cooking and cookies <laughs> and taking care of kids and making crafts and stuff like that. It's those kids have activities going on all the time. It's like, hey, Dylan, what are you doing? Watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, that's it. Um, so yeah, that was uh, and then Anna Kimbrell, you know, yeah. the, for people that don't don't know Anna Kimbrell, good story. Ten times she's represented Team USA. Ten times I saw her play when she was probably twelve or thirteen years old down in Fort Mill, and you know, from a distance, I couldn't tell if it was boy or girl. I'm like, hey, that catcher looks pretty good, you know. I mean, that's that's something different. And uh, I said, yeah, that's Anna Kimbrell. It's a you know, it's a female. I'm like, really? And then she, you know, she played in high school. First first girl to play high school baseball in South Carolina. Yep. Um, first girl to play uh, to win a game in American Legion in South Carolina, um, you know. And then again, she's got gold medals. She's been all over the world. Baseball's been good to her. And uh, she, you know, she was grounds crew. She's part of the grounds crew out in Knight Stadium for eight years. Uh, so she's close with Eddie. You know, it's funny how there's the, the baseball that. world, depending, on, it doesn't matter the gender, how it kind of connects you one way or yeah, another. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's, you know. There's so many ways to be connected. I mean, the, 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 the stuff that happens on the field is obviously what everybody's there for. But I right. mean, there's, like you said, there's so many different things that are going on in the game that it takes, it takes a village to make it run. Yeah. 
All right, so regardless of where you're playing, who you're playing for, what tryouts you went for, what team you left, what team you went to, the offseason is critical. Huge. You know, so when the season ended for you, what was what was your – I mean, I had a, had a regiment. You know, that, uh, so I that would get me through spring training. Yeah, I had a gap, so I would take I would take basically up till about Thanksgiving. Like it was yeah. just like this is my time now. I'm going right. to go do my elk hunting or yeah, you know, go to Vegas or you know, yeah. used to go to Vegas yeah. for for a year or so, whatever. <laughs> at the end of every season, every season. But uh, yeah, I, I, and then right after Thanksgiving, that's where I'd get into it, and it was uh, you know, right away it was strength, 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 yeah. putting on strength, you know, yeah. getting after getting after the squats and and and. and the lower yeah. half and things like that. And then as you, you know, move along, you start getting into the throwing program in January um, and start working more on like the speed and, and running and conditioning stuff as, yeah. as, as we got to the new year. So that um, baseball wise, you know, you kind of use Valentine's day as kind of like, this is, this is where I got to be at camp or whatever. So that was, you know, that was basically where it started right after Thanksgiving. Did you go to spring? Did you go to winter ball ever? Yeah. Did you go throw down there? Yeah. I went to Venezuela three times and Puerto Rico once. I, uh, I'm glad somebody else was paying for me to go. I wouldn't have done it. If yeah, it it's not. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It's just hard. It's hard because you got to ramp up to yeah. go to it, and then you've got to come back and try to catch some, uh, you know, catch a breather yeah. before you go back out. And, I mean, the money is great. That's why everybody goes. Right, you're not right, going yeah. there for anything else. You're going there for the money. But yeah, uh, but it's it, it makes it a tough off season. It makes it a fast off season too. Yeah, I never I never went. I was I, I probably was. I'd start the season probably 170 and finish the season. You know one. 60 159 you know and uh so i'd have to go back and kind of bulk back up again so and, what was ninth grade you, you said ninth <laughs> ninth grade god i think it was yeah. like 180 in ninth grade yeah i was uh I, I took my driver's license sitting on two pillows five foot four probably about 95 pounds i had some sweet hair though i did I, oh I, yeah oh, i met yeah. your sister yesterday courtney yeah yeah, yeah. what'd you mean oh at the golf course yeah. oh okay yeah yeah, that's uh, Courtney. Courtney used to think that every vacation was a baseball stadium because that's all my parents did was just throw her in the car and drive her all over the place. Um, she was a pretty good athlete too. She was a high school a high school player. Um, but so now, so we start. Everybody starts their winter workout training. Same thing, man. You gotta, you know, go where. Go find a pro. Go go interview. Who's gonna take care of your, you know, your son or you know. If it's if the players are listening, who's going to take care of you through this period of time? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired of hearing like, yeah, well I lift in school, right? Well, you lift in school like you're a football player, right. you know. There's this specific movements that you have to, and I think that's where the carving station has changed things along the way, or it used to be, you know. I mean, it's 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 addressing addressing deficiencies. Yeah. You know, obviously there's a certain amount of of work that can you know it's it's general, but I mean finding finding what it is that you need to be improving at and making sure that the pro that you're going to mm-hmm that's you know that's their their niche or their or their direction that's that's important you don't want to just go to a catch-all right. because you know it's like going to 24-hour fitness and just coming up with your you yeah, know, just walking around yeah. and doing each machine like mm-hmm. you, there should be a purpose behind what you're doing in the south seats and what are you trying to get better at or what 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 uh what injury has plagued you what you know you, you need to make sure that it, it can't just be a general a general Let's right. go with the flow. I just show up when no, I'm yeah, I mean, you, you have to find some people. I mean, it, 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 it changed Dylan. You know, I mean, we, you know, we saw how, how thin he was and whatever, and we put him with uh, with Chip Sigmund. And Chip was a trainer that I had my first year in the big leagues. That's how long he's been doing it. Certified, well-read, educated guy. You know, he's always adjusting. Um, and uh, and he'll deal with different athletes. He'll deal with tennis players, golfers, you know, girl volleyball players, baseball players. So he know he understands the movements of the athletes. I think Architect Sports does a phenomenal job with all our athletes in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going in there and making sure that everything is movement specific. Uh, yeah, they address <laughs> they address deficiencies, they're, but they're probably they better addressing deficiencies. Like Chip, right? More on the other Chip's side, going to build them up. Push, He's going to get them strong and gain weight. But guys that like guys that, that are right. nicked up, or guys that are banged up, or yeah. guys that have tendencies to. to arm issues or back issues or hamstring issues or i mean go to architect go see alan and jason no it's nice because architect's down at fort mill now mm-hmm. i mean which is that was that was huge for us i mean we, we send a lot of guys up to um valentine the, you know the y um and up at, yeah in that area so it's but yeah, i mean it's you guys got to do it and i told dylan you know i got to spend some time with dylan one-on-one the other day him and i we came up here and hit and i'm done talking mechanics and stuff to him, you know, it's just a, you know, I, I let Chris Vasami, who he's going to hit with work on all that other stuff. We're just talking about the mental, 
you know, the mental approach to that. So, you know, I'm trying to emphasize now, and it's interesting because he's becoming more mature every day. You know, your conversation you see, like you've seen it, like we see all along. It's just, you know, understanding that this is an opportunity. There's nothing given, you know. I mean, a lot of things along the way, you know, in any any uh, situation that there's nepotism, right? It's your kids, whatever. I want to give them the best opportunity I can. And I know that there's going to be rough days and they kind of get a benefit of the doubt here and there because they're yours. You would do it regardless of what business you're in. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, you know, the name on your back means nothing anymore. You know, now it's now you have to go ahead and you got to take this on on yourself because nobody's going to give you anything going forward. Yeah, that's you might have had a, ga- a game given to you or a day given to you and a bat given to you. But now it's like, Dude, if you know you want this, you know we've taken you to this point, right? We we got you to this point. You know you're going to the level that you want to go to. You had a good opportunity to to, to get on the field early over there, um, but it's not going to be sitting around the house, right? You know, or just you know going to visit your girlfriend. You you know you better you better start to prioritize now, because when you do get into the college environment, they're going to prior, prioritize it for you, right? Six a.m. work, uh, training table, school back on the field, you know, and then it becomes the, uh, the hamster wheel. Yep. You gotta be able to handle it. That's, I mean, that's as much of the mental grind as anything for, for college and right. professional players is, is understanding, you know, it's not like you're sitting there, you know, staring at a screen or something for 10 hours a day, but you're doing something for right. 10 hours a day. Right. Well, they, I mean, and it is definitely, you know, situations where players, just go through the motions, right? How many good players have we've seen just kind of, you know, fade it's, out? Or they get... You know, the younger, it's the same same idea, but it's like it's like the younger age groups, you know, younger kids and stuff like that, 10, 11, 12, where you know it's just like an activity where they get dropped off at right. it. It's like two hours. Yeah, it's yeah. like two hours to go spend. Mom's going to get a hair done and nails you know, done. Yeah. There's come back and come back and get you. No passion. You know, they're just looking yeah. for something to do. And, they, and, you know, some kids, they, they're, they're fantastic. They want to they be there. And some yeah. kids are just like, I'm doing this. I've got a couple of buddies on the team. Like, that's cool. Yep. Now you can't, you know, you don't get better. You're you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna excel in high school. You're not gonna excel beyond high school, especially if you if that's right. if that's what's if that's if that's how passionate you are about it. You have to have passion and drive to be good in at in anything, in anything, right? So I, I don't know. I mean, I, you're probably the same way, Andrew. You're probably the same way coming up. Like I I couldn't do. I had to do something every day. Whether yeah. it was just there was always a baseball by my bed or wrist roll or something by my bed, just something every day because I, I had something that I wanted, you know. You know, and recognize the fact. But a lot of these guys get in these environments, and they're big dogs, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they get around all these other big dogs, and they don't know how to, you know, how to get themselves out of the fight or get through the fight. Yep. So you got to, um, you know, you got you got to get focused, man. You got to do it now. And it, listen, as soon as as soon as you sign that letter of intent, or as soon as some school commits to you, all right, you got a week to walk around and stick your chest out and say, I did something, you know, pretty cool, whatever. But after that, you better realize that you are just, you are now again at the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. And you, my, the, the scout that drafted me out of high school, um, when I got put on the protection roster after my A ball season, uh, you know, I was you yeah. know, saying things like, Oh, this is great. And yeah. He calls me up. He's like, congratulations. And this doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Time to get to work. Let's yeah. go. I just cussed. <laughs> you cut me off. I had two more days of like digging myself, man. <laughs> and now it's, uh, and, but it was and, exactly right. I mean, it was like, it, it doesn't mean anything. No. You know? Well, listen, how, how many guys did we see when we get into the, when we got into the system that, what school did you go to? Where'd you come from? Oh, yeah, up in Maine, North. I mean, the, the Pena kid went to Maine. Mm-hmm. You know, the last, last legit shortstop, I think, of middle infield that came out of Maine was uh, Mike Bordick mm. for years with. Um, Mets. Another gold, another gold glove. Yeah, Mets, uh, Orioles. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, Oakland for you know Oakland oh, through yeah. the World Series, and um, but you know once you get in a system, you know okay, there are certain guys in there that they dumped a bunch of money on that are going to get. You they'll know, get an extra. Day. They'll get they'll an get extra, an extra day. shot. They'll get an extra whatever. They may get moved up to see if they can take make. But overall, you know, you're not going to find just as many of those players wash out. More yeah. of those players wash out, in fact. I mean, you know, you see, you know, you're in rookie ball and you're sitting there with guys that are from, you know, Florida State, Texas, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then two years later, you know, you're sitting there with one of those guys right. and then, you know, a kid from uh, Siona College. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. a Juco out in right. Arizona, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like these guys figured out how to do it and they figured out how to add value and make value for themselves. Yep. Yep. 
What else you got? Exciting. Anything? Look at my cousin. I, Let's dude, go Mets. Believe it or not, I'm babysitting right now. Oh, there. Well, you got a you got a babysitting no, assistant you. out He's there. He's babysitting you. You're babysitting me. Oh yeah. yeah you. Oh, that's that's my life. Everybody babysits <laughs> me. I got. I wish I could babysit myself sometimes. I'm not so good at that. Not so good. Yeah, you get on the internet and you do weird stuff. I don't, not on the internet. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> I forgot my password. Or maybe I would. Maybe I would. Um, Andrew, you good? Anything? Yeah. So we uh, we, we got our, our winter workouts. We got Trent Mongero coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, like so we're, they're going to go on southeastntis.com. That's part yeah. of our that's part of our division with USA Baseball. Southeastntis.com. Trent Mongero. Chris Reyes for catching coming out of New York. Chris Vasami. Uh, Chris Vasami going to do uh, who, if you guys are in the Charlotte area, look this guy up. He's probably the best hitting instructor around. I, you know, again, I've, 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 you know, had to say to Dylan, you know, but you got to give him to somebody that you, that you trust. And Chris has been phenomenal with Dylan. Um, and then we got Springer. Steve Springer going to be here. Dates to be this determined. winter. This is like, uh, this is like we're uh, the comedy club or something like that. You know, we, we're booking all these guys. Yeah. Bobcat Goldwade <laughs> and Tom Shore. We're booking everybody here. Yeah. Um, so it'll be good. And then we have our, our camp, catcher. our USA. We got the pitcher catcher camp, yeah. which is good. We'll bring in college coaches yeah. and uh, hopefully we can stream that this year. Figure out how to stream so we can get the guys that cannot uh, right here. Mevo, everybody's. Uh, Everybody's paying. We'll, we'll put that on Andrew. He'll figure that one out. I can figure it out. He'll figure it out. We got uh, Skills Camp. Skills Camp in January. That's already sold out, though. Yep. Yeah. So stamp it. Done. Um, so we're excited. But listen, all those guys here are are, are good instructors with uh, with good programs to you know to leave the camp with. You know, so go to uh, again southeastntis.com, and it's all kind of under our. Uh, USA Baseball NTIS program. Appreciate it, man. John, thanks again. Get back there with the kids. Andrew, peace out. Happy Veterans Day. Yeah. Peace out.